Section seven of Christian Science by Mark Twain. Read by John Greenman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter seven. Note one. Written in Europe in eighteen ninety nine, but not hitherto published in book form. M. T. We consciously declare that science and health, with key to the scriptures, was foretold as well as its author, Mary Baker Eddy, in Revelation 10. She is the mighty angel, or God's highest thought to this age, verse 1, giving us the spiritual interpretation of the Bible in the little book, open, verse 2. Thus we prove that Christian science is the second coming of Christ, truth, spirit. Lecture by Dr. George Tompkins, D.D., C.S. There you have it in plain speech. She is the mighty angel. She is the divinely and officially sent bearer of God's highest thought. For the present she brings the second advent. We must expect that before she has been in her grave fifty years she will be regarded by her following as having been herself the second advent. She is already worshipped, and we must expect this feeling to spread territorially and also to deepen in intensity. Note 2. After raising a dead child to life, the disciple who did it writes an account of her performance to Mrs. Eddy and closes it thus. My prayer daily is to be more spiritual, that I may do more as you would have me do, and may we all love you more, and so live it that the world may know that the Christ is come. Printed in the Concord, New Hampshire, Independent Statesman, March ninth, 1899. If this is not worship, it is a good imitation of it. M.T. Particularly after her death, for then, as anyone can foresee, any worship will be taught in the Sunday schools and pulpits of the cult. Already, whatever she puts her trademark on, though it be only a memorial spoon, is holy, and is eagerly and gratefully bought by the disciple, and becomes a fetish in his house. I say bought, for the Boston Christian Science Trust gives nothing away. Everything it has is for sale, and the terms are cash, and not only cash, but cash in advance its god is mrs eddy first then the dollar not a spiritual dollar but a real one from end to end of the christian science literature not a single material thing in the world is conceded to be real except the dollar but all through and through its advertisements that reality is eagerly and persistently recognized the dollar is hunted down in all sorts of ways the Christian Science Mother Church, and Bargain Counter in Boston, peddles all kinds of spiritual wares to the faithful, and always on the one condition, cash, cash in advance. The angel of the apocalypse could not go there and get a copy of his own pirated book on credit. Many, many precious Christian Science things are to be had there, for cash, Bible lessons, church manual, c s hymnal history of the building of the mother church a lot of sermons 
communion hymn saw ye my savior by mrs eddy half a dollar a copy words used by special permission of mrs eddy also we have mrs eddy's and the angel's little bible annex in eight styles of binding at eight kinds of war prices among these a sweet thing in levant divinity circuit leather line to edge round corners gold edge silk sewed each prepaid six dollars and if you take a million you get them a shilling cheaper that is to say prepaid five dollars and seventy-five cents also we have mrs eddy's miscellaneous writings at and some big prices the divinity circuit style heading the extortions shilling discount where you take an edition next comes christ and christmas by the fertile mrs eddy a poem would god i could see it price three dollars cash in advance then follow five more books by mrs eddy at highwayman's rates some of them in leatherette covers some of them in pebbled cloth with divinity circuit compensation balance twin screw and the other modern improvements and at the same bargain counter can be had the christian science journal christian science literary discharges are a monopoly of the mother church headquarters factory in boston none genuine without the trademark of the trust you must apply there and not elsewhere note one february nineteen o three i applied last month but they returned my money and wouldn't play we are not on speaking terms now m t the trust has still other sources of income mrs eddy is president and proprietor of the trust's metaphysical college in boston where the student of c s healing learns the game by a three weeks course and pays one hundred dollars for it note two an error for one hundred read three hundred that was for twelve brief lessons but this cheapness only lasted until the end of eighteen eighty eight fourteen years ago i am making this note in december nineteen o two mrs eddy over her own signature then made a change the new terms were three hundred dollars for seven lessons see christian science journal for december eighteen eighty eight m t and i have a case among my statistics where the student had a three weeks course and paid three hundred for it the trust does love the dollar when it isn't a spiritual one in order to force the sale of mrs eddy's bible annex no healer metaphysical college bred or other is allowed to practice the game unless he possesses a copy of that book that means a large and constantly augmenting income for the trust no c s family would consider itself loyal or pious or pain-proof without an annex or two in the house that means an income for the trust in the near future of millions not thousands millions a year no member young or old of a branch christian scientist church can acquire and retain membership in the mother church unless he pay capitation tax of not less than a dollar say the bylaws to the boston trust every year that means an income for the trust in the near future of let us venture to say millions more per year 
It is a reasonably safe guess that in America in 1920 there will be ten million Christian scientists. Note, written in 1899, it is intended to include men, women, and children, although the calculation was based upon inflated statistics. I believe today that it is not far out. M.T. And three millions in Great Britain. That these figures will be trebled in 1930. That in America, in 1920, the Christian scientists will be a political force. In 1930, politically formidable. And in 1940, the governing power in the republic to remain that permanently and i think it a reasonable guess that the trust which is already in our day pretty brusque in its way will then be the most insolent and unscrupulous and tyrannical politico-religious master that has dominated a people since the palmy days of the inquisition and a stronger master than the strongest of bygone times because this one will have a financial strength not dreamed of by any predecessor, as effective a concentration of irresponsible power as any predecessor has had. Note, it can be put stronger than that, and still be true, M.T. In the railway, the telegraph, and the subsidized newspaper, better facilities for watching and managing his empire than any predecessor has had, and after a generation or two he will probably divide christendom with the catholic church the roman church has a perfect organization and it has an effective centralization of power but not of its cash its multitude of bishops are rich but their riches remain in large measure in their own hands they collect from two hundred millions of people but they keep the bulk of the result at home the Boston Pope of by-and-by will draw his dollar-ahead capitation tax from three hundred millions of the human race. Note, in that day by force, it is voluntary now. In the new half of this book the reader will perceive that all imaginable compulsions are possible under the Mother Church's body of laws. Today more is expected than the one dollar. This is indicated in the wording of the bylaw. Much more comes from many members. M.T. And the annex and the rest of his bookshop stock will fetch in as much more. And his metaphysical colleges, the annual pilgrimage to Mrs. Eddy's tomb from all over the world, admission, the Christian science dollar, payable in advance, purchases of consecrated glass beads candles memorial spoons aureoled chromo portraits and bogus autographs of mrs eddy cash offerings at her shrine no crutches of cured cripples received and no imitations of miraculously restored broken legs and necks allowed to be hung up except when made out of the holy metal and proved by fire assay cash for miracles worked at the tomb these money sources with a thousand to be yet invented and ambushed upon the devotee will bring the annual increment well up above a billion and nobody but the trust will have the handling of it in that day the trust will monopolize the manufacture and sale of the old and new testaments 
as well as the annex and raised their price to annex rates and compelled the devotee to buy for even today a healer has to have the annex and the scriptures or he is not allowed to work the game and that will bring several hundred million dollars more in those days the trust will have an income approaching five million dollars a day and no expenses to be taken out of it no taxes to pay and no charities to support that last detail should not be lightly passed over by the reader it is well entitled to attention no charities to support no nor even to contribute to one searches in vain the trust's advertisements and the utterances of its organs for any suggestion that it spends a penny on orphans widows discharged prisoners hospitals ragged schools night missions city missions libraries old people's homes or any other object that appeals to a human being's purse through his heart note in two years eighteen ninety eight eighteen ninety nine the membership of the established church in england gave voluntary contributions amounting to seventy-three millions of dollars to the church's benevolent enterprises churches that give have nothing to hide m t i have hunted hunted and hunted by correspondence and otherwise and have not yet got upon the track of a farthing that the trust has spent upon any worthy object nothing makes a scientist so uncomfortable as to ask him if he knows of a case where christian science has spent money on a benevolence either among its own adherents or elsewhere he is obliged to say no and then one discovers that the person questioned has been asked the question many times before and that it is getting to be a sore subject with him why a sore subject because he has written his chiefs and asked with high confidence for an answer that will confound these questioners and the chiefs did not reply he has written again and then again not with confidence but humbly now and has begged for defensive ammunition in the voice of supplication a reply does at last come to this effect we must have faith in our mother and rest content in the conviction that whatever she note i may be introducing the capital s a little early still it is on its way m t whatever she does with the money it is in accordance with orders from heaven for she does not act of any kind without first demonstrating over it that settles it as far as the disciple is concerned his mind is satisfied with that answer he gets down his annex and does an incantation or two and that mesmerizes his spirit and puts that to sleep brings it peace peace and comfort and joy until some inquirer punctures the old sore again through friends in america i asked some questions and in some cases got definite and informing answers in other cases the answers were not definite and not valuable to the question does any of the money go to charities the answer from an authoritative source was no 
not in the sense usually conveyed by this word the italics are mine that answer is cautious but definite i think utterly and unassailably definite although quite christian scientifically foggy in its phrasing christian science testimony is generally foggy generally diffuse generally garrulous the writer was aware that the first word in his phrase answered the question which i was asking but he could not help adding nine dark words meaningless ones unless explained by him it is quite likely as intimated by him that christian science has invented a new class of objects to apply the word charity to but without an explanation we cannot know what they are we quite easily and naturally and confidently guess that they are in all cases objects which will return five hundred per cent on the trust's investment in them but guessing is not knowledge it is merely in this case a sort of nine-tenths certainty deducible from what we think we know of the trust trade principles and its sly and furtive and shifty ways note february nineteen o three a letter has come to me this month from a lady who says that while she was living in boston a few years ago she visited the mother church and offices and had speech with judge septimius j hannah the first reader who stated positively that the church as a body does no philanthropic work whatever m t sly deep judicious the trust understands its business the trust does not give itself away it defeats all the attempts of us impertinence to get at its trade secrets to this day after all our diligence we have not been able to get it to confess what it does with the money it does not even let its own disciples find out all it says is that the matter has been demonstrated over now and then a lay scientist says with a grateful exultation that mrs eddy is enormously rich but he stops there as to whether any of the money goes to other charities or not he is obliged to admit that he does not know however the trust is composed of human beings and this justifies the conjecture that if it had a charity on its list which it was proud of we should soon hear of it without money and without price those used to be the terms mrs eddy's annex cancels them the motto of christian science is the laborer is worthy of his hire and now that it has been demonstrated over we find its spiritual meaning to be do anything and everything your hand may find to do and charge cash for it and collect the money in advance the scientist has on his tongue's end a cut-and-dried boston-supplied set of rather lean arguments whose function is to show that it is a heaven-commanded duty to do this and that the croupiers of the game have no choice but to obey note february nineteen o three if i seem to be charging any one outside of the trust with an exaggerated appetite for money i have not meant to do it the exactions of the ordinary c s healer are 
not exorbitant if i have prejudices against the trust and i do feel that i have they do not extend to the lay membership the laborer is worthy of his hire and is entitled to receive it too and charge his own price when he is laboring in a lawful calling the great surgeon charges a thousand dollars and no one is justified in objecting to it the great preacher and teacher in religions receives a large salary and is entitled to it henry ward beecher's was twenty thousand dollars mrs eddy's metaphysical college was chartered by the state and she had a legal right to charge amazing prices and she did it she allows only a few persons to teach christian science the calling of these teachers is not illegal mrs eddy appoints the sum their students must pay and it is a round one but that is no matter since they need not come unless they want to but when we come to the c s healer the practitioner that is another thing he exists by the hundred his services are prized by his c s patient they are preferred above all other human help and are thankfully paid for as i have just remarked his prices are not large but there is hardly a state wherein he can lawfully practice his profession in the name of religion of morals and of christ represented on the earth by mrs eddy he enters upon his trade a commissioned lawbreaker a lawbreaker it is curious but if the second advent should happen now jesus could not heal the sick in the state of new york he could not do it lawfully therefore he could not do it morally therefore he could not do it at all m t march twelfth nineteen o three while i am reading the final proofs of this book the following letter has come to me it is not marked private therefore i suppose i may without impropriety insert it here if i suppress the signature dear sir in the north american review for january is the statement in effect that christian scientists give nothing to charities it has had wide reading and is doubtless credited to produce a true impression it seems as if other facts should have been stated in connection with regret for adding anything to the burden of letters from strangers i am impelled to write what i know from a limited acquaintance in the sect i am not connected with it myself the charity freely given by individual practitioners so far as i know it is at least equal to that of regular physicians charges are made with much more than equal consideration of the means of the patient of course druggists bills and the enormous expenses involved in the employment of a trained nurse exist in small degree or not at all as to organized charities it is hard to find one where the most intelligent laborers in it feel that they are reaching the root of an evil they are putting a few plasters on a body of disease complaint is made too that the machinery by which of necessity systemic charity must be administered prevents the personal friendliness and sympathy which should pervade it throughout christian science claims to be able to abolish the need for charity the results of drunkenness make great demands upon the charitable 
but the principle of christian science takes away the desire for strong drink if sexual propensities were dominated not only by reason but by christian love for both the living and the unborn christian science is emphatic on this subject many existing charitable societies would have no reason to be so far as christian science prevents disease the need for hospitals is lessened not only illness but poverty is a subject for the practice of christian science if this evil were prevented there would be no occasion to alleviate its results the faith hope and love which the few christian scientists i have known have lived and radiated made conditions needing organized charity vanish before them with renewed apology for intrusion upon one whose own uncle silas was loved back to sanity i am etc etc woburn massachusetts march tenth nineteen o three end of note the trust seems to be a reincarnation exodus thirty two four i have no reverence for the trust but i am not lacking in reverence for the sincerities of the lay membership of the new church there is every evidence that the lay members are entirely sincere in their faith and i think sincerity is always entitled to honor and respect let the inspiration of the sincerity be what it may zeal and sincerity can carry a new religion further than any other missionary except fire and sword and i believe that the new religion will conquer the half of christendom in a hundred years i am not intending this as a compliment to the human race i am merely stating an opinion and yet i think that perhaps it is a compliment to the race i keep in mind that saying of an orthodox preacher quoted further back he conceded that this new christianity frees its possessors life from frets fears vexations bitterness and all sorts of imagination propagated maladies and pains and fills his world with sunshine and his heart with gladness if christian science with this stupendous equipment and final salvation added cannot win half the christian globe i must be badly mistaken in the make-up of the human race i think the trust will be handed down like the other papacy and will always know how to handle its limitless cash it will press the button the zeal the energy the sincerity the enthusiasm of its countless vassals will do the rest end of chapter seven